0: Hello, y'all. Welcome to Team Talks, episode awesome. 7. What's
1: going on, man? we here with uh, Danny. Daniel Isai, formerly known by the government. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi. But yeah, uh, me and Brad are here with my best friend from high school. Probably my longest, closest friend that I have. Yeah. I- I'd say that. For sure, I would
1: say that, too. I probably have, like, maybe one other friend who's, like, been in my life just as long. But, yeah, it's been... Let's say we, so we graduated in 15, it's 2020. No, because he's a year older. Well, your freshman year? My freshman year, which would be what? That's like 2013. I got you out to football? Yep, 2013. Those are a year apart. 2012. 2011, summer. Damn, that's crazy. That's a long time.
0: It's almost fucking... Yo, we're coming up on 10 years. Wow, that's crazy. My bro. My, okay. Good looks. Yeah, I I haven't put it in numbers actually in a while.
1: Man, real, I never really did the math like that. 10 yeah. years is a long time. That's really long, honestly. I have like I'm telling you, I have like one other friend who I've had like a friendship with just as long and like solid dudes. Both you. like you know you're not friends with anybody for that long if they're not uh, solid. Yeah. yeah.
0: It takes ever, especially like through high school and like right. post high school, like college. Well, you and... it was a long right.
2: distance friendship. Yeah. For like the second half of
0: it.
1: I think it the part that's about. great about it though is that. Even though it was long distance, it really didn't feel like that. Like, he would come home for, like, winter breaks or whatever. Like, I would hit him up or call him, and it's
0: just, like, it's all good, you know? Like Yeah, it's, like, Danny's, like, the only person that I consistently see every single time we go home.
2: Yeah.
0: And, like, if I go home and I don't see him, then it, like, feels weird. Yeah. Like,
1: oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, with the understanding that, like, sometimes you only come home for, like, three days, and it's, like thanksgiving which is on a thursday so you're there wednesday thursday friday you know and like if i don't see you it's not any hard feelings because i already know like (sighs) i'm gonna see you soon
2: love that kind of friendship no pressure but still wants like it there like he still wants you but like oh he wants straight
0: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the desire is there (laughs) yeah but yeah um he's here visiting for his birthday which decided to just
2: yesterday
0: buy some plane tickets and just come out and visit SB and yeah, just have a good few days chilling.
2: Yours have had a couple good days, yeah.
0: We
1: had some it's good been it's been chill, yeah, for sure. We went to uh, we went bar hopping, uh, that was on yesterday, Thursday, yeah. And then after that, I mean, we got something to eat, and then we um, what did we do after that, we went to. Just get more nap. beer. Yeah, we
0: drank more. <laughs> Played video
2: games.
0: Play video games. Came
2: home and y'all had already made dinner. Oh yeah. Danny's a
0: cook. Danny's out here chefing it up. We had two I'm legit dinners, two nights in the in a row.
2: benefits over here. That yeah. is
0: like a low key
1: hobby of mine. Like that should be a high hobby of yours. It should, right? That I you guess should. Cooking with other people is fun though. Like hmm. when I'm at my house, you know, when you live with other people, like namely my parents it's not (laughs) as fun but like when you like have your own spot and you're able to cook you know it's a different dynamic like when i um lived on my own back when you guys used to visit me in hayward i had my own space there and i was by myself so then you can cook and you can just like be in your own
0: zone Mm -hmm. and right but yeah i don't know when you live with your parents it's definitely different dynamic i don't cook at all when i go back home like yeah i pretty much eat out or i snack and like that's it like right just because Like, usually when I'm home, we're doing something. So, like, you're going. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I haven't lived at home in a while. So. Yeah. But I feel like if you were like, yo, mom, like, let's cook together. She'd be like, okay. Like, you (laughs) know, like, she would love that. I think she would. And she'd be, like, hitting you with spoons and shit. (laughs) For real. (laughs) Nah, I think it would be, like,
1: not as fun. (laughs) Just to be honest. I mean, like... It's not the same, you know what I'm saying? You let your parents cook or you cook for them, you know what I'm saying? But not together. Your parents don't let you do things the way that you want to do them, you know what I'm saying? It's like a respect.
2: Yeah.
1: Ain't nothing changed in the kitchen. <laughs> <For> <laughs> okay,
2: so talk more about your guys' friendship. So start with football?
1: Well You could be like you could be like oh okay, yeah. So football, like how do we really meet? So we met so are you, trying met to, in middle are you trying school. to tell
2: me to re ask that question? No, no, no! I'm no, no! I'm
0: introducing was, the question. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, cool he sorry. I thought I did that. Okay, he was paraphrasing. What I said. So I understand. Yeah. He was redoing it. We met, <laughs> we met in middle school. Yeah, I've well, we th- weren't really friends in middle school.
1: Yeah, I've actually known him for, so like. I didn't really know you in elementary school. In middle school, was the seventh grade, at Ochoa, we played flag football together. Yeah, but it was just like. Kind of just
0: like you played on the same team. team yeah. While I was winning shifts.
2: Okay, side. No. <laughs> bum was like your guy's thing. Yeah. You. Are you bum. You we, use bum like all the time, and I was like, w- "What is that about?" And then you told me about it with like baseball or football or something.
1: Yeah. He, cool. He Do tells,
2: you use bum?
1: He like told you I was a bum in baseball. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no. I'm saying like he uses that term, and not a lot of people use the term bum.
1: Yeah, bum. bum. Yeah, bum, <laughs> bum is just a word that describes somebody who's not. Ain't getting it right. Yeah, he's (laughs) not with it. No, but... So that was uh, middle school. um, We didn't really hang out too much. And then our freshman year in high school, ninth grade, his dad was coaching the debut football Mm -hmm. team. And we had, like, pretty low
0: numbers. So John... I was like, yo come play. Like, yeah. I remember you at a like, you should come play. Mm. Dude. And then I remember, and then he was like, nah. And then I was like, yeah, like come out for a practice. And he was like, all right, fine.
1: He was honestly persistent. I, like, yeah, I was if, recruiting. He was recruiting. <laughs> he
2: wanted you too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then fucking, so then I remember coming out. One of my earliest memories of playing ball at Mount Eden was like, freshman year, I just remember having like a big ass helmet on and like an oversized pair of shoulder pads and like, we just stood in this long row, one behind another, twenty people deep. You're facing one direction, the ball carrier is facing the opposite direction, and basically, you just had to like hold the ball and run to every person and like take take a little hit, and that's how we that was like a drill that we ran. That was our train our freshman year. That was, was
0: a dumbass drill. <laughs> you literally had to hit like twenty people in a row, like get hit by twenty people
2: in a row or hit
0: twenty well, I mean somewhere in between depending on who you were
1: basically yeah oh. so that was that and then um he was like I like this <laughs> I just kind of stick it out yeah and then I just remember like freshman year we would like we played a few teams and we would get like smacked like super blown out but we would like always eat hometown buffet afterwards which is like yeah. a cheap mm-hmm. buffet yeah, right by yeah, my,
0: yeah my
2: grandpa loved hometown buffet
0: those are some of my favorite memories yeah. of, like early early years
2: because you like, you told us like you guys were walking.
0: Yeah, we would wear, Dude, so like, we yeah. would wear the opposite color jersey of whatever we wore for the game. So we had a home game, we right. were wear our away jerseys. On
2: Friday. Friday. Well, we
0: had a home game, like, Friday.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Or Thursday. Or Saturday. We had most of our games well, on Saturdays.
1: Well, JV, as JV players, all of our games were on, like, Saturday not mornings. Fridays. Saturday morning. Gotcha. Or Thursday. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gotcha. It was never the like...
2: non-prime time.
1: Right. Basically. Because our high school didn't have lights at the time. They do now, but... Dude, our high school is so nice now.
0: I know. I love it. So, but then, yeah.
2: After the game on Saturday, you'd watch to so hometown
0: So, Saturday, we would have our game. Gotcha. Then, Sunday, we would have film. Yep. So, we'd come in. We'd watch film from, like, 10 to... Nah, way earlier than that. Really? Like, 8 to 10. All right. 8 to 10. And then, after that, we would all just mob over to hometown because, like... If we won, especially. If we won, (laughs) especially, yeah, for sure. (laughs) And we we had Wendell. who brought his helmet everywhere. Yeah, that he went for his whole life when it was football season. Man, he he took that helmet and he would set it in the middle of the hometown buffet table, (laughs) so everybody knew, even though we were all wearing jerseys. (laughs) 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 But dude, I think just some funny memories. Playing
1: football in high school was probably one of the best things I could have did for myself. Like even though not all the kids that we played with our freshman year made it to senior year, like, it just, like, helped you introduce yourself to people. It helped, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, by sticking it out, I definitely learned a lot about myself. But, man, looking comparatively at freshman year to senior year, like, you change so much as an individual. And, like, I would say for me, I'm proud of, like, sticking it out I had never played football before I never played Pop Warner I was not good at flag football you know what I'm saying I just like literally worked my ass off and I would say by senior year I was like a pretty solid player like pretty solid on defense like going up in the weight room pretty strong, you know what I'm saying? Like, not really too timid with anybody. Can
0: we talk about your progression, like, position progression? I was going to ask that you, you went through it? Yeah. Dude, I played, like... He played... Hella different positions. So many positions. Over the course of four years, like, more positions than anyone else I know, I think. I
1: literally did whatever. Like, the mentality that I kind of learned, or I think probably already had, but kind of, like, mastered, was just, like, being a team player and playing... Like, I probably learned that from my pops, like... Being a team player just means like doing what you have to do on certain days. Mm. Freshman year, I played running back, but I was not very good. I just played running back, and uh, and then sophomore year, I played like slot receiver, and then junior year I was hurt. I was like kind of hurt, and then senior year, I played like lineman, which is crazy because I'm <laughs> like so small, but I was like really strong. And then senior year, I played. I played like everything. Like senior year, it was like the highlight of my high school football career. Like, I played all the snaps, special teams, defense, offense, and I fucking that was loved it. dope. I loved it, dude. Like, now I'd be, now I was, i probably feel like super tired, but like, in the moment, you're just like, all oh, right, special teams, I'm with it. Like, let's go bang some shit. That's <laughs>
2: awesome. Did you like your coach as much as you like oh, your yeah, coach? Oh, yeah, talk about
1: Coach P. Oh, my coach. Okay, yeah, so Coach P. I mean, I, I hear some
2: good things
1: about Coach P. Coach P has a really good reputation in the high school football community. Like, he coached at like a really reputable school, which is um, Odell. Right. He coached them for a for a long time, and then came to Mount Eden. I didn't really have like, I didn't have like a super like buddy buddy relationship per se, but like he was really nice to me when I did talk to him. He was he always asked about my family, my dad. Like, he's cool. You know, like. I don't have a problem with him he cares a lot about his kids I think that's why the programs do as well as they do like Mm. he puts in the work you know what I'm saying like he really is in there putting in the work in film he's really putting in the work on the field like he really expects a lot from his coaches I mean just like really invested into the sport and I hope that Mount Eden eventually has the success that he had at Odell Mm. because I mean he deserves it like fuck you put in all the time you want to win like a championship or something like that we had a good team when we played when me and John played in the championship uh, what's the what's the actual title of the NCS like it was like a qualifying round against we, Montgomery or what year is this
0: I want to say 14 your senior year your senior year his
2: junior year
0: my senior year so my junior year we, we made playoffs for like the first time in 22 oh years. you know what oh I totally confused and then them. I totally confused my them. senior year your junior year we didn't make it right Oh and then God. your senior year, we made, you it. made it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's. Yeah. I thought you were on that team for one second. Right? Uh, they get blended. Like, I, I agree the same way. Like, sometimes I forget, like, my junior year versus, like, my sophomore year or, like, my, or my senior year. Like, I forget who was on which teams. And, like, it gets all mixed up. Bro, I was balling in my senior. In, <laughs> in my senior. In, like, the playoff game, dude, I just
1: remember, like, playing outside linebacker, like, Dude, I just, like, knew the... I just knew our scheme so well. Like, I just knew what we were doing, you know? And, like... Isn't that rewarding? Dude, it's really rewarding. you put the
0: time in and you get it, and then you get to show that?
1: There was two plays that I remember. I mean, there was multiple plays that I remember. But, like, one that I remember was, like, they ran trips on one side, which is, like, three receivers on one side. And, like, normally they'll do, like, a screen pass out there. So, like, you got two people going out to block the most immediate defenders, and then mm-hmm. you got another the third player is going to, like, set, try to catch the ball right away and then get some yardage. And, like, I read it. I got a little bit of coaching that kind of, t- like, helped me recognize what was going on. And fucking as soon as the ball was snapped, I just fucking shredded through the two blockers and made the tackle in the backfield. And then another one was, like, I think uh, it was, like, a a run a pitch play that was broken up and then, I had like crashed down. I was like pinching down on like the DN, and then uh, like I said, the running the the running back kind of got like taken out. So then the quarterback was like sprinting to the outside, and I just like used some good lateral movement and caught him right on the outside. And like it was fucking tight, like you know what I'm saying. I was just like an anchor, really. Coach Davies, shout out to Coach Davies, Coach Needham, Coach Michelle, all of them. Hmm. I learned that you played. Sports in high school. I didn't know that about you. Mm-hmm. You played um, played basketball. Basketball, right?
2: I played basketball under the same coaching program since I was in fifth grade.
1: So there's some paintings on your wall right now that are basically yes. of like ballerina. That's
2: yeah, so they're dancers. they ah, dancers. Yeah, that's interesting. You brought up those two at the same time. So I played little hoopsters for the high school's program. They had like the kindergartners, come out and run, travel with the ball and shoot it, and whatever, for a long time. And then when I was in fifth grade, uh, which was the year after the head coach, that's the head coach now, moved from Nevada to Clovis West, he was reffing our, like, fifth grade game. And at halftime, he comes over to me and he goes, oh, do you want to do want play AAU? And um, I was like, oh, well, when is it? And he was like, it's on practices on wednesdays well wednesdays were my ballet class and i was about to go on point which is like you know the like top tip tops of your toes like that one right there Uh and so i'd already like decided before he talked to me that i wasn't going to do basketball because i wanted to pursue dancing you're right and then he was like freaking head coach asking you like telling you you should of like the high school team telling you you should participate in this program and I was like, okay. So then I quit ballet, even though I was about to, like, be a baller in that. And then started playing basketball at the AAU and played for nine years
1: after that. Eight that's, or nine years. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, what do you, now, retros, or is it retrospectively, like, mm-hmm. you, looking back, like.
2: Do I regret making that choice?
1: Well, I mean, regret, We. I mean, regret is kind of, do you regret it?
2: No, but if I were to have a point in my life where, like, I think the most, like, I think that was the most pivotal point in my life. Like, that was the biggest decision. But, like, well, it was different. It was also not normal. It was not normal for that to be such an intensive program and for those girls that I played with in fifth grade to be the ones I played with. It was
1: not normal for the fifth grade basketball team to be as good as they were.
2: To not be as good as they were. For the program to not be as deep. Like, I I played with those girls every single year for Mm -hmm. all those eight years. And a lot was expected and, like... It was super high caliber. Um, so I couldn't do anything else. And I, didn't, I, and I definitely didn't dance.
1: Well, maybe you were like, it sounds like maybe after kind of like being on the program or being in the program for so long, when he asked you, it probably was maybe a little bit easier to say like, yeah, I'll do it. Because you've already, for eight years is a long time. Were you dancing longer before that? No. So the,
2: the dancing and, and question came when I was in fifth grade and I stopped dancing in fifth grade to play basketball for those rest of those years.
1: But how long were you playing basketball?
2: I wasn't playing basketball competitively before that. I was doing like the basic like Saturday random game.
1: Oh, so like you kind of like, so kid you kind of like, just got like you kind of just got like recruited. Recruited kind of, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, but the main freaking guy who, you know, they've done so many things. My the girls who were freshmen when I was a senior won the national title as seniors 3 years later. Like, we're the best team in the country, D1 basketball.
1: Damn, that's pretty sick.
2: Like, and he was the best coach in the country. And, you know, in my junior and sophomore, senior years, we were 11 and 14 in the state at D1 basketball, open division to basketball. So the dancing drawings are just kind of the homage of me
1: loving. So, like, what, so then, like, what, um, what did your parents think about that?
2: I mean, they didn't care. My dad, my dad's a badass.
1: Cause I, in in fifth grade, you know what I'm saying? You're not making your own decisions. It wasn't like well,
2: but whole on. no one's gonna see like, oh, you're gonna play basketball instead of dance and be like, that's gonna be your whole life. You know, like that's not who thinks that that's like the kind of pressuring question and decision. So at were, that such so a
0: time, it wasn't as yeah, it was like I just
2: re- I just wanted like go play basketball instead of dance at this point. But then I just like oh, you were kind of like time, I'll try
0: I'll try something new.
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really good at basketball, but I was.
0: She's still good. I was
2: good at a lot of things.
0: We haven't played in a while, though. We should go play.
2: We should go play.
0: You should... I
1: mean, you should consider trying it again. Like... And dance um, it again. Nah. Nah. No? Okay. She couldn't... i dance. i She couldn't play, I'll, I'll she couldn't play
0: basketball again. again. The same way it's that, very like... Very small. No, not but that. Dance, <laughs> but dance is perfect for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, 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 like, had the bodies... Like, I worked... I have a natural turnout in my hips and my ankles and my knees uh, of a dancer... And to play basketball, I, like, really worked on not doing that and, like, straightening my knees out and and training and weightlifting and all that kind of stuff. It was really messed up. But anyway.
0: What I was saying is, like, I don't think that after coming from such an intense focused program that she could play. Like, you played some IM basketball in college.
2: Yeah, that was fun because there was no pressure. And I didn't get in my head about anything.
0: But, like, I don't know if you could play anything – like, if you were to try and play again, like, what would you...
2: Like, where did I go? Yeah, what would I do? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
0: it couldn't be anything that wasn't
2: It wouldn't be like anything that. competitive. You wouldn't
0: want to do anything like that.
2: No, I wouldn't want to do anything like that. There's... I do question whether or not I should have stayed in it as long as I did, but I'm glad that I made that choice at that time in my life. Whether or not I stayed with it through high school, I probably could have done without, but...
1: I mean, whatever. I mean, you just, like, were doing what you thought you liked. I mean, it's all good. Whatever. Yeah, you're a kid
2: anyway yeah i got two rings
1: you yeah, yeah. got two rings i got two d1 rings i know dude john was telling me about that i'm like man i can't fucking believe that i know i want a ring guys <laughs> dude i know it was just
2: our experiences were just different that's the only thing i, gotta, I ever did i mean we have and letterman jackets
1: so that's like pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. i didn't
2: play at all too like that's the thing like i rode the bench a lot
1: i mean somebody's gotta, gotta get the same water Gotta Somebody's gotta wipe I out.
2: actually made the Fresno Bee, I actually made the newspaper in our championship game at the Central Valley game, on the bench, like yelling through my hands, and the caption is something like, Brittany Telligan uh, bol- uh, bends over in agony, trying to like, I was just like cheering on my team,
1: Damn, but I day. made,
2: I was on, I was on the paper, <laughs> I was in the paper, you made it. on the bench. My mom
1: still has the clip on her fridge. Oh, wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> later
2: on my mom wasn't a fan of me doing it but that was kind of for other reasons I was kind of it made me super crazy
0: (laughs) anyway but I think just like our high school experiences are just so different like yeah like you think of like she grew up in Fresno at like a legit school like that yeah that like kind of had built that culture that was the case for a
2: lot of our different sports yeah
0: we went to like Mount Eden and like they were like like we're like a no-name school, you know. Like, there was the only thing we had at our school was badminton. Basically, and I mean, I mean, running, in, in they the were years running for like a dozen plus years. In
1: the years before though, I mean, like a, the football team was pretty good. It had like a dry spell for sure for like a yeah. long time. Like we broke that though.
2: Did you play anything else as in football?
1: I mean, I wrestled and then I played kinda. baseball. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you didn't like <laughs> what? Like kind of oh, okay. yeah, I didn't really like. He broke his elbow. Dude, I was, like, more... No. I liked football way more than I liked wrestling. Even though wrestling was, like, pretty fun. Like, I could have... Going back, or looking back, I wish I would have, like, done more in the sport. But I liked football the most, but it was, like, the, mostly the sport that was, like, not really good for me to play with, like, my body type being, right. like, small, like, being shorter and, like, not... I I was pretty thin, like, the majority of my high school years until, like, senior year. But, I mean, I just really wrestled just to, like... Stay active. And then I played baseball. Baseball, like, hardly played any games. Was not really that good at baseball and wrestling. I mean, I was okay. Like, I probably out of,
0: like, the 40 wrestling... Yeah, good potential. And that just never, like, came to fruition because he was hurt and it took time off. And then...
2: It was, like, like discouraging. Yeah, it's for just... Sure. A,
0: it's a tough thing I, to, like, do without being consistent and regular about it. I think wrestling, too,
1: was hard for me, too, because it was the first time that I had ever cut weight before. And, like... Oh, yeah. I think that... There's like a lot of psychological stress that comes from cutting weight. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure on it, on like the wrestlers to do that. And for me, You're I think like, that it was, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think that it kind of like turned me off from it because,
2: yeah.
1: I don't know. I just seemed like I was moody and shit. And like, I didn't feel good wrestling. I'm like, damn, I'm a a week or like, you just don't have the energy to practice. But for John, pro- John probably had a way different experience because. Well, um, first of all, probably his dad was a coach, but secondly, he probably was like raised like this is what we're doing. We're wrestling. We're fucking playing sports. Like,
2: yeah, I also think you thought it was more normal to cut weight <laughs> and like that craziness of it,
0: well, or my, like you well, fed my into freshman it. Freshman year, I didn't cut any weight, and I got my ass beat all year, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, but dude, this but is why I don't really <laughs> like but that, that. But that's probably due to inexperience, not oh yeah, part of it, yeah, but also the majority like, of it not has to do with your weight. Well, part of it was like well. If I just work a little bit harder in practice, then I don't have to wrestle as big of people and they won't be as strong. And, like, that was my biggest selling point. So my sophomore year, I like, tried to cut a little bit more. And then my junior year, I was like, all right, I went, like, 500 last year, like... Well, not even 500, a little bit less, but, like, I want to, like, see if, like, cutting weight makes a difference.
1: I think that that is the... I think that that is kind of, like... That's the error that people make in high school sports is that they believe they're counting on their opponent to be less than at a lesser weight class where i think that it should be more of like you should be the best of you and you should go and get it you know and like
0: that's definitely where wrestling is going now and with our program at dp like um coach kenny bro he, like he is not a fan of cutting weight like he thinks that you should be lifting more than you should be cutting weight He's like, because I want you to get stronger. I want you to be more explosive and like, be a better wrestler before you're worried about what weight class you're at. Mm.
1: Yeah, dude, that's something I talked to my mom about too, and like, just pre- pretty much just nailing the head down on the nail on basically weight cutting and fucking wrestling. It's just like, you should be healthy. You should be, you should feel strong, you know what I'm saying? And if you take some bumps on the head, you know what I'm saying? If you get your ass beat once or twice, you know what I'm saying? It'll make for a better wrestler in the in the long run, but... Yeah, not, you not, like,
2: should, compromised you at shouldn't, that point.
1: You shouldn't... Like, yeah, like, you shouldn't be going to bed fucking hella starving or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, don't put in any work or there's no sacrifice in sports. But, like, within reason. Yeah,
2: I agree. Certain... I
0: certain definitely, line. Yeah. I don't think wrestling crosses that line in some ways.
1: And that's... And for, I think... That's for traditional...
0: The program itself has become so much more, like, regulatory about that because of... For sure. ...hydration tests. Like, right. my right. dad was in high school. He... Lost Wrestle off at 50's Cut down to 45 Lost wrestle off at 45's Cut down to 40's And he was like one, Walking around at like 160 something And he was down at 140 Oh my yeah.
2: goodness So
0: like Like there's just So many more regulations In place Your dad's now That's tall Sorry. I mean it's just ba- I mean basically like Any
1: sport You know what I'm saying It evolves over time And like The OG Or like the older Style of wrestlers Would say like Cut weight Be strong at a lower weight class But the newer weight The newer Age of wrestling Is like let them be stronger i mean it's all philosophy i mean you gotta find what works yeah,
2: for you there's definitely one that's a little healthier in my opinion yeah you are starting sure.
0: to see like similar conversations bringing up in the ufc now
2: yeah
0: we're like joe rogan who we listen to a bunch and follow it's, a like, lot
2: big on he not cutting weight
0: hates weight cutting right. he thinks that it should be like banned and that they shouldn't be allowed to cut weight and they should fight only like what their natural weight is I mean I'm like yeah I mean I agree with that I see growth towards that but that will never happen
2: yeah that's a little bit in
0: combat sports just
2: because that you can't that's hard to regulate that or like how to match people up that way
1: for sure and I think like if you think about people's natural weight natural weight could seem like more round or unhealthy or like not as in shape you know what I'm saying like if you were kind of pudgy in your stomach and you're at 160 but you want to work for 6 months and like cut down to like 150 or 145 and be like hella toned up and strong I mean that's one thing but we're talking about like cutting 10 pounds in so fucking two yeah. weeks like no water one orange a day like that shit is unrealistic that shit is unhealthy period well then the other days. parts
2: <laughs> the other parts of the UFC that are kind of changing that are Fuck are that. the fighters agreeing on like unconventional weight classes right mm-hmm. like they're like oh let's just meet here and decide together and put in the contract that we'll
0: we'll fight at this weight class which yeah. is normally 15 pounds, pounds less for us
2: mm-hmm. right which is also cool like that's different like i don't i don't know if you can totally cut out weight cutting in general but like if you have two finders who are like i agree upon this weight yeah that's different, and then though. like yeah that's different chasing than, like, a belt chasing a weight from... class
1: is different than like just doing it to yourself just to be doing
0: it
2: what's the two what's the difference in the big the two weight classes like 205 and 260 or something like that
0: oh from light heavyweight to heavyweight yeah yeah
2: 55 pounds that is insane so that is such a big job. So well,
0: there there are weight classes in between those weight classes, like cruiser weight. I think is a technical... two thirty five. Okay, but they don't have a cruiser weight division in the UFC.
2: Yeah, so because that because so some of that can change before you cut out like weight cutting in general.
0: Yeah, they could definitely shift weight classes a little bit more to be more flexible. and right, but all the sports in such a short amount of
1: time. I mean, we do. I mean, over time, you know, in five years or whatever, a lot of shit changes. Like. I mean, like the safety for football. I mean, going back to football. Like, yeah. I remember a lot of times playing in my fucking freshman year of football and, like, getting my bell rung or, get, or getting we are my... We're not
0: talking about your concussion.
1: Dude, I had a lot of concussions <laughs> in high school and, like, no bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember one time we were playing against uh, Richmond. And, yes, like, this and is I what used I'm to, talking about. And I, used, and I used to play running back and, like, we did a, a pitch... This is like these are the years me and John played
0: together. Yeah, this is this is your freshman year, right?
1: Yeah, and then he did like a pitch to the outside on the right, and I remember getting the pitch and like taking a few steps and like I said earlier, I'm a about five six maybe at the time I was like one hundred and thirty pounds and like dude I just remember getting fucking cracked by this on big ass yeah. dude I remember getting cracked yeah he this dude was huge like he must have been six foot at least two hundred pounds and like. God. Dude, I remember, like, holding the ball, and, like, my eyes were, I could feel my eyes were open, but it's just, like, pitch black. Oh, and, like, my God. And, like, I'm seeing the stars, and I'm, like, hearing everybody, like, rah, rah, like, like oh, you got fucking smacked. And then, like, <laughs> and, then I, and then I just get up, and then I get up, and I'm, like, I'm, like, fuck, like, hey, coach, I think I need to sit this one out. He's all, like, did you get the license plate for that truck that ran you over? <laughs> Dude, and I fucking took the next snap. Like, <laughs> no dude, I'm telling you, like now th- to safety for it. You know what I'm saying? Like the trainers are more on it. Right. Supposedly, I mean,
0: yeah. It's just there's just more awareness, I think, all around. But dude. I remember that play so vividly, and he it was got nasty. To and man, was I nasty. think you you played the next play, and then you like the third play, you were like having a hard time getting back to the huddle or something like that, or you were like. Dude, I remember almost, like, I remember,
1: like, wanting to yak on the sidelines. Like, I didn't even know this was, these were, cause,
2: uh... Signs of concussions. Concussion symptoms. symptoms of yeah.
1: concussions. Like, yeah, like, after the game, going home, and my head's fucking, like, pounding. And my dad's, like, what's wrong? And I'm, like, I don't know. I just, my head hurts. Like, I mean, it's just... go. I mean, what would I have changed, like, if I was younger? Like, would I have stopped playing? I mean, no. Probably not. <laughs> but
2: But you would have maybe not taken the next snap after getting concussed.
1: Mm, if, yeah, probably. Working, if I could like, if i could have i'll mean, like
2: actually sit out
1: I thought, ooh, that's kind of shit though it sounds crazy but that builds fucking character and i grit. know
2: i know and i agree <laughs> to some level but like yeah, also there's like risks in it's unsafe for those sure. levels
1: i remember one time we had buddies that like i remember one of our friends got hit on a kickoff play one time and like he got hit and his shit was messed up and he had to get like the ambulance called you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like I remember another guy, Fabian. talking about Lupe? talking
0: about Lupe. <laughs> Lupe, what up, boy?
1: Another guy that we were playing with, he was an older guy. His name was uh, Fabian. And, like, he oh. was he was the ball carrier. He always had the ball, like, on his the team. Guy. He was the guy on the his team. Senior year. Yeah, and he got cracked multiple times. And, like, he would keep playing until, like, you know, the admins had to come. You know what I'm saying? So.
2: Yeah, see...
1: You just feel a pressure, I think, of, like, when there's no I'm one else. Sure. You just feel a pressure, like, I gotta do it. Like, I, the team is counting on me.
0: And- yeah, I'm and sure. And like, that's the biggest thing is, like, it's, like, a for the team thing. Right. Like, in a lot of these senses, it's not like, oh, I need to do this for me to prove anything to myself. It's just, like, in sports like that, you just feel that kind of camaraderie where you don't want to let anyone down. Right. And those are the lessons that stay with you for life. I mean,
1: like, man, a, a lot of the integrity and hard work and like putting in the hours and shit like that pays into your personal life of like needing to do your homework or like not going out okay. or like you know what i'm saying just doing shit the right way i mean whatever whatever it is like you learn those lessons and carries on to your adult life like what lessons did you learn through your high school experience that you carried to with you
0: today i think the biggest things for me were just feeling a part of something. I think that's probably what I miss the most, but it's just, like, knowing the time you put in beforehand, like, off-season time and not during practice and, like, those kinds of things, like, the off time, what you put in there makes a difference, like, summer workouts... Being there early to practice, early out for practice, not being late to that, st- sticking after, you know, watching film, showing up on weekends, like, just realizing, like, those things are what contribute to success on the field, and I feel like that applies to a lot of real life as well. You know, it's not about just what you do at work to be successful. It's, like, making sure, like, you got a lunch packed right, so that you are going to be, like, feeling good your second half of the day, yeah. or making sure you go to bed at the right time right, so that you're waking off. up and you're like not feeling sluggish as much in the morning like just things like that it's like setting yourself up to succeed in other areas are important yeah and i
1: mean another thing that i learned that i remember in in my high school days and it didn't really apply too much to my life but just like making i guess the connection is like showing up to practice on time like if you showed up to practice on time when we were in high school like you would stay after practice and you would have to do like a certain type of punishment I mean, I didn't really, like, apply that into my life until I learned another lesson. But, I mean, the accountability of, like, if you're not going to be there, communicating with your coach or with yeah. your teammates, yeah, like, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, yeah oh, Communication, like, for sure.
2: Accountability before that. Like, I showing up because, like, everybody else, like, expects you to show up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I learned, like, a lot about being, a, like, a leader or role model-ish in my high school. Like, on the football team, I mean, like being pretty strong and lifting in like the heavier group like we had um different groups that we would weight lift with like the heaviest people would get a certain workout and the lighter people would get like just numbers like the right. same
0: workouts just different numbers right. and like and i ended up in that group and i don't know how
2: the bigger group
0: yeah i did not belong in that group every now and then there's a fluke <laughs> they, just actually, they just needed somebody to hold all of them accountable
1: <laughs> we needed somebody to count the numbers and do the math on what
0: weights we were putting <laughs> nice. hey, no, i kept up with everything but bench because my shoulder, I couldn't do bench at all. For sure. This guy had, like, no shoulders in high school.
1: <laughs>
0: Negative shoulders.
1: Negative shoulders. But, like, inside. Yeah. Oh, man. That's
0: crazy. I think I think communication with that is, like, another big thing that I didn't mention. It's is less about, like, communication with sports. But, like, outside of sports, I, I was in choir, too. Like, I was a choir boy. And one of the most, like, legit choir programs. And they were... So strict and like hard asses about everything, and like you need to be here for this, you need to be here for that, you can't be late for this, can't be late for that, can't leave really anything that was so strict. And Mr. Rowden just like held that standard for everybody. But I was just like straight up with him, like, hey, I really want to do this, but I'm also gonna be playing sports, like, how do we make this work? And he's like, you just gotta communicate with me, like, tell me when you're gonna miss, tell me when you're gonna be late, tell me this, tell me that. And I just kept my communication game like a hundred percent with him for four years and he never had any problems with me missing anything as long as i communicated with it and i learned a lot from that being like even in such a professional setting like such a serious setting like as long as you communicate like you're just giving yourself a better shot to make things work
2: sprinkles to
1: communication
0: (laughs) what is a um like what's
1: a lesson that you've learned the hard way in any part of your life
2: Dean, <laughs> these questions. We gotta.
0: I know we're getting deep.
2: Ever go? I'll. I'll stick with the basketball theme. I. I don't know if I want to say this. Actually,
1: just say it. Live your truth. It's already in the past.
2: Um, I feel like I. Well, I grew up in a people pleaser and kind of like a yes person and everything's happy and everybody's gotta be happy and making sure you're happy, happy. What can I do to make you happy? Um and with that related to the basketball team, I don't think I was, um, forthcoming enough with frustrations I had with regards to playing, um, and kind of the overall um, environment maybe of the team. I, I wanted to potentially stop playing my junior year and then coach, um, like pulled me aside and like talked to me and, all the kind of stuff and I ended up I ended up continuing to play, which I'm I'm grateful for because I wanted to stay with my girls. But there was um kind of a a lesson to be learned when I went to college, um, and I kinda realized what um it meant to be happy and like actually satisfied and um the kind of people I had like to have around that don't necessarily take advantage or take for granted my willingness to make others happy like i definitely feel like i was overstepped a little bit in high school looking back um not necessarily with my girlfriends but sometimes i think with the coaching staff maybe a little bit i was like also in the team no matter what (laughs) kind of a thing is what i think they i think was like felt and um and then i met people who like showed me a different way of showing respect and um i felt more appreciated and more listened and understood,
1: did you play any um basketball in college? No, competitively no, so like in what way are you talking about just like in a friendship like
2: yeah, I'm talking about like people not taking for granted like my kindness,
1: okay, so you just kind of like it's not like there was any like one instance it was just kind of like once you got out I'm of- trying
2: not to like shit talk these people that like were a big part of my life, like my team and my coach. Yeah. But like there's natural I mean,
1: struggles. I mean like we're not yeah, I know yeah, and what and, and I don't think we're like trying to like out them. I was just saying like there wasn't one instance. It was just mainly like once you separated yourself from a program you were like this is what I don't want in my life.
2: My point is like there are some instances I don't want to talk about. And then on top of that I separated myself and was like oh shit these are some really nice fucking people and I've met people since my freshman crew who, which includes John and my best five girlfriends and yeah. and a lot of John's close friends that are all I'm really close with. I've met people since that crew that I don't think as highly of and I don't think gives me gives me the same kind of reassurance and like um, support. But there's still, so, don't get me wrong, there's so much good from my basketball career and so many great girls. I was just talking to one of my girlfriends from my team the other day. Um, we were just kind of catching up about life. Crack it. Go. And, um, <laughs> she's just so sweet. There's so many girls. I don't talk to them a lot anymore, but I, I do appreciate so much.
0: Yeah, we just saw two of them not too long ago. Lot. They, the girls who play for what's it San Jose uh, State there mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, we saw them The yeah, girls, they, two girls who were freshmen on my team and I actually coached one of them in Little Hoopsters they're badasses they're so awesome they're I San love State. Uh, like I said I don't regret any of that but I did learn a lot about myself um, uh, later and how I f- like a standard of who are around me and that's still to day. there's even people that I know through like my adult life now that I feel like could take advantage of me and try to um and I don't let that happen and then and then it works out but
1: yeah setting good boundaries is important for sure I'm working on that too but yeah it's important I mean you need to have boundaries learning
0: to advocate for yourself
2: yeah that's what it was and I don't I don't think that if I had a better sense of that like if I did advocate for myself more on the team even I I probably would have had a a more decent response. I just don't think I knew to do that, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Man, well, shit, I mean, yeah. I I mean, you got to take away some of these things. I mean, the important thing is that you learn from it, and obviously these things aren't still happening to you because you would obviously be unhappy, but that's cool. At least you still have a good memory of it. I mean, you didn't. Oh, for sure. And I still, I
2: even still, I talked to all my coaches too. You know, like
1: tainted from it or anything.
2: There's one, so my favorite memory, just real quick, since we're talking about basketball. Is, uh my senior year. Love this year. Um, semi And we were playing, I don't even know who we were playing, but it was like before halftime and, and I got put in and it was like 10 seconds left or whatever. And uh, Portia, I love Portia, dribbling up the court and uh, drives and I kind of mess up. I am in the corner and I cut in and that clogs the lane. With the defenders when she's trying to drive this way. So I fucked up a little bit. Um, But then she gets hit with either her defender or my defender. And she's a tough girl. I don't know how she got knocked. But the ball is loose. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I messed up. And so I go back to my corner. But then the ball kind of rolls to me. And I take my shot, a a three-point shot. And I get hit by my defender. Like, she hits me as soon as the ball leaves my hands. And, like, dead on the stomach. And I just... She got speared fell on my butt. My butt was on the floor before the ball was in the net. So, like, it was like a full-blown foul.
1: Call that a
0: fadeaway.
2: And that was in... It wasn't a fadeaway because I didn't fade at all. She just hit me. <laughs> um,
0: she got faded, eh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so then I got to shoot um, the extra point. First of all, the whole crowd was going insane. Our student section was never really excited for our games because we were really good and no one likes to watch girls' sports a lot of the times, so they were like really dead. They're like, "Oh, they're winning by 19 points. That's great." Um, but they they went crazy and then all of my friends and teammates' families went crazy for me and then I went and got to shoot the extra point and I made it, which was really cool because in the in preseason, I had gotten a foul on a three-point shot that I made and missed the free throw. So, but I got the four-point play that nice. and the girls on the bench they're so cute they were like almost gonna get a technical because they were like running onto the court for me <laughs> it was like kind of funny because it was like the girls would play like... but the interesting story about that is that coach Stu when we would run when we would have like one-on-one practices because we had a, we'd have individual practices if you wanted to hit to get time with the coach coaches and he would do this drill with me where i would shoot and he was like get in like defend me so quickly and I'm like this is not realistic dude like what are you doing like why are you teaching me to like I wouldn't shoot if somebody's like in my face and then it was effective and I haven't told him that yet I'm going to tell him next time I like talk to him or see him that like I was because I was sassy about those drills I was like what are we doing (laughs) why are we doing this
1: yeah dude as a kid definitely you don't see the bigs grand picture of what the drill does or you know you just kind of like coach what are you doing you know john <laughs> as a as a coach like what do you what do you since you're coaching now like what do you want to implement on these kids like what is your impact that you're hoping to have on these kids you know like
2: why is danny running this interview right no now? i love
0: it <laughs> he's killing it he's killing it i think my biggest thing as a coach is i want to And I still... I think I'm young enough to where I still very, like, intensely remember my playing years. And I don't think that's super common for a lot of programs. Because most coaches are older. I mean, we're talking 30s, 40s, 50s. Like, there's... Our older is so... Yeah. So young compared to older Yeah, older than 23, 24, you know, like, whatever. Like, I just... I feel like I have not a closer understanding to what the kids are going through with mm-hmm. the, their today's players, society and like how football has changed or how wrestling's changed and everything like that. So there's definitely an interesting line between being professional and being personal and wanting to have a strong impact on their lives and being close enough to them in a way that I can do that, but also still maintain that level of respect Whereas like, I'm your coach, like I'm, I'm your boss type of thing. Like, Like, we're cool. I'll shoot the shit and chum it up with you while, you know, we're not doing practice. But, like, when I blow the whistle and say this and that, like, this and that goes, you know.
1: Right. Like, maintain that level of respect. Yeah.
0: But I think the biggest thing for me that I want them to take away from it is... It's just learning to grow among peers. Because high school is the last time... Unless you go to college, which, I mean, hopefully a lot of them can. But, like, high school is the last guaranteed time that you have to be surrounded by peers your age. And kind of develop those interactions with them. And, like, once you graduate high school, you're not guaranteed to be on a team. You're not guaranteed to interact with people your same age you might enter a workforce and work with a guy who's 40 years old and that's your new homeboy you know like yeah (laughs) you don't know so like learning how to deal and cope with like people your age and just enjoy that and like build those memories and like those experiences that you're gonna look back on like I'm constantly reminding them like hey like this is your last home game you know like this is what you're gonna remember yeah you know? you know like get out there like let's
1: have fun like yeah like just. i think, mean i mean ball like you know ball do what you gotta do play the scheme you know what i'm saying keep your integrity but like don't forget like this is
0: don't forget fun. why you're here yeah, yeah you're like, in high school you're 17 you're experiencing this for what it is you're not gonna get to fucking play with your boys when you're 25 you know like you're gonna miss that dude so, and that's what killed me about
1: people that we play with in high school that like We're not as bought into the program as everybody else. I mean, in anything that you do, there's, like, people who are not as, like, invested or don't, like, take it as seriously. But, like, you didn't have to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't have to be at the practices, but they wanted to. So, like, you know, have fun. Do the sprints the way you're supposed to. Like, don't cheat yourself. Yeah, like, don't cheat yourself. (laughs) I mean, those type of shit. That type of shit, I mean, it's just, like, a character thing. Like, touching the line. Submitting your paperwork on time, dotting your T's, crossing your. Making sure you got your school worked out. Dotting so you can your I's and crossing your T's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. yeah I, I try to tell people too, like, um, I try to tell young people, whoever I meet, I mean, like, who are interested in playing sports, like, one thing that I didn't capitalize on that I should have was, like, going to, like, a mediocre school. If I would have done really well in, like, my academic, like, being a little bit above average, I could have gone somewhere and, like, played college football or like right. gone somewhere other than just like there's nothing wrong with the community college but like really taking advantage of this like time to like good good grades do your homework pay attention then you go out there and play and have fun you know what i'm saying and then good things happen to that hard work like right
0: yeah
1: i kind of didn't take high school seriously as far as like academics goes and like i mean i'm doing fine now like going to college and shit like that but yeah you can get ahead further you you don't have to take you don't have to backtrack, you know, like if you can get ahead the first time
0: do that. I totally agree. And that's a cool thing about Santa Barbara is there's something called the Santa Barbara promise program, where basically as long as you graduate high school from a Santa Barbara like area high school, you're guaranteed free admission for two years to the Santa Barbara city college, like free tuition, all your books are free. Everything is free I as think they, long as you graduate, and
1: I don't know. If, I think they recently passed something in California that says that community college is free for the first year. I think
0: recently, I think they just passed that. Mm. Is it like just a local thing, or like if I was to like we'll be go- from Hayward and wanted to come to Santa Barbara and go to City College. I think it's all throughout California. I mean, I have to do more. I, w- I would have to like look into it. A little
1: I'd more. have to look into it more, but yeah. I mean, just like one last thing that I have to say on that topic is like <clears throat> doing. Good in school and being decent at your sport takes you to college. And, like, even if you're not a starter on a team, even if you're not going D1 to, like, Duke or fucking Stanford, like, getting your education, like, paid for or getting your foot in the door and networking, like, those are the things that you want to try and take advantage of. Because once you get older, you'll always want to have a smaller circle. But while you're young, you want to try and, like, talk to as many people, try try Mm -hmm. as many new things and see, like, what do you like? You know, the world is bigger than just being in your comfort zone. Everybody's different, but, you know, it just kills me, I guess, when people are, like, settling for, like, less when they have potential, when you know mm. these yeah. kids are better.
2: You see a lot of that?
1: <clears throat> I don't see a lot of that. I mean, I'm not, like, coaching or anything like that, but I, like, I'm like talking mainly, I guess, for, like, my nephew, like, who I think could resemble a lot of kids his age who, like, are more concerned with other things and not so worried about, like... I mean, I guess kids in general, like, shit, I was like that, too. I didn't yeah. really care about school, but yeah. I also didn't have anyone telling me, like... The, the free game like this is the free game like do this and do this and in the future you'll be set up a little bit better you know like,
0: Right.
1: you want to learn through other people instead of making those same mistakes if you can learn you right
0: know? and once you've learned that you feel like a little bit of chip on your shoulder to be like like you owe it to people you care about to let them know you know like I learned this the hard way but like let you me help my nephew out and like get him on the right track so that he can pursue stuff like that yeah I heard like a I heard like a a saying that
1: i think about a lot of times is like you know smart people learn from their own mistakes but wise people learn from the mistakes of others and like i think that holds a lot of truth like learn you know what i'm saying like listen you know people are not just dude there's so many people people are way older than you like being so young like when i talk to someone how did you buy this house oh you're married you've been married for 30 years what makes that successful like oh you got you got you're on your second house Damn, how did you do that? Did you take out of your... Did you refinance? Did you... You know, you got investments. Like, what's the deal? Like, you know, there's so much out there that you can learn. You just got to have an open ear.
0: And I feel like everyone has something to teach, too. Like... For sure. Like, you just got to figure out what it is that you want to learn from them. You learn shit from people that you
1: have no idea that you learn shit from. Exactly. People who don't even think
0: that they're good at that. Like,
1: if they're struggling with some, like... Let's say you... Somebody who's, like, struggling from mental health problems you know what i'm saying and they tell you you know this is what i do to try to help me feel better sometimes even though they may not be like an expert in that applying that to your life might help you in ways you know do you have any mentors that you still keep up with
2: i think my mentor at work probably awesome
1: like what makes him you said her what makes her like inspirational or like what makes like what qualities does she have that you'd like to try and
2: uh other than like being super successful in her field and like super great and and intelligible in her field, she's uh I think I would prioritize different aspects of my life similarly the way she does. Um she's recently had kids like within the last five years and she's a badass. But has kind of, like, shifted priorities a little bit to them. But still maintaining her passion, which is her work, at the same time. But, like, in a healthy way.
1: Dude, that's so important.
2: Yeah, it's got to be so freaking hard.
1: <laughs> you know, I heard, I heard something from a from uh, the Tony Robbins podcast he was interviewing. He interviews a lot of women who are successful, who own their own businesses, who are, like... Yeah. You know, it's just, like, I like to listen to that. Um, but... The woman was saying that, you know, the common belief is that you need to have a work-life balance. Which kind of seems like you would have one separate and one separate. And it's a balance that you have to, like, teeter-totter between. But this one lady was actually saying, that she was actually pretty young. She might have only been, like, 30. She was saying that it's actually not a balance, but that you have to integrate them. And you have to, like, try and, uh, like... You can do more than you don't. You can't just. You don't have to just do one or do the other. Like you can do both. You know what I'm saying. But it's like mm-hmm. help.
0: finding a good blend of right both. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. You know, cause you. I mean, when you're a parent, you know what I'm saying. Like, you want to be able to like. Maybe you have to bring your kids to work, or, you know, maybe you take some time off of your family. It's like
0: priorities. You get it. So, speaking of being a dad... <laughs> nice transition. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what do you... uh? What's it like, dude? Tell, I want to hear all about what it's tat? like to be a dad. Do
2: you
1: have
0: a dad tat? A dad tat? No, I don't have a dad tat. <laughs> I wish I did, though. That would be pretty sick. <clears throat> he's, like, he's more of like a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I was trying to think, like, mm, what is she talking about?
1: Here? Yeah, being a dad is pretty cool, man. I mean... Uh, It's definitely challenging at times, but it's like more rewarding than anything else. I mean, just for the people who don't know who I am or what my story is, I mean, I had my son at 19 years old with uh, his mom. Her name is Joanne. And, you know, it was it was something that, man, we couldn't have prepared for. I mean, we being so young. We just like put our best foot forward and we've learned a lot. Still learning a lot today. I mean, being young and being a parent is hard because I think you're not already kind of like stable. You're not already like settled in what you're doing with your career. You don't really have like your own house and a lawn and like a garage for all your toys and shit like that. You're just like, or this is, I guess, our perspective is just like, this is my perspective is like, you know this is what we have, and this is what we have to work with, and like I'm just gonna do what I can and put my best foot forward every day, and I mean it's great. I shit, I don't regret it at all, and proud of who I am and what I've done to this point, and you know just gotta keep it moving.
2: And he's fucking. Cute. And he's
0: he is an adorable kid.
2: And you guys are gonna so be wonderful slaying together. later
0: when he grows up. Oh, dude, he's sure. he gonna be
1: he is cool. gonna be bad news. He <laughs> is a cool ass kid. Yeah. Noah Daniel Esaias. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's three right now. Um, Turns four
0: in August. Yep. Fun fact Danny's son and my younger brother Josh have the same birthday. August 21st, baby.
1: His is 2016. I think Josh's is like 95 or something. Dude, 95. 95.
2: You're 96 or something like that. He's
1: 97.
2: You're 97.
1: (laughs) Golly. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, he's pretty. He's amazing, dude. He's like a cool ass kid. I can't wait to grow up with him. And I'm just having a a blast with the dude. Like, we went to the park the other day and rode bikes and shit. And like, we go on ice cream dates. And like, I just can't wait to show him. I'm not like fucking Prince Charming or I'm not like, you know, Prince Charles and I know like everything. But like, what I'm learning, I want to pass on to him. And like, I know he's going to be a better man than I am. And like, it's sick. You know what I'm saying? To see him learn his lessons and like be a polite, nice you know young kid and like that's that's the shit that's rewarding you know like when he's upset and he's like takes a deep breath on his own and like you know mm-hmm. you don't need to like yeah yell at him or you know he's just like he's just so smart like <clears throat> he's been through a lot being so young i mean it's like like i said his parents are not like we weren't married we weren't together for like 15 or 20 years already you know like when we had him we were like only together for like three years but he's smart and I think like through these like kind of tough times he's gonna have a great characteristic and <clears throat> it's kind of funny like I always hear people I always hear like dads make jokes like oh your kid like you're fucking up your kid and you don't even know and I'm like well, <laughs> dude I hope I mean, he's not too fucked up like I, always, <laughs> I hope he's happy you know what mm, I'm saying like yeah,
0: he, yeah. Will, he will be for sure Oh, totally I have so much faith in you like, just being, like, so close with you and, like, being your best friend for so long, like, I, I've i been looking forward to the day where, like, I can have kids and, like, I'm excited for that and, I like, I know that you have that those same feelings and, like, knowing that you're already, like, three years into that is, like, it's Dude, crazy. And I, like, like, at my parents who had me at 16. Man. Shout out like, to all
1: the young parents who yeah, fucking just... didn't let shit stop them and still pursued them. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Home. Just fucking finished her is it master's program.
0: She's almost finished with her master's program. She went back to school when I was a s- senior in high school.
1: You know what I'm saying? And like, shout out to all the parents who don't have ideal whatever a fucking perfect family looks like, whatever the ideal standards look like. Just getting it done. Like right. <clears throat> having a child doesn't mean that you know the world stops spinning or like you have to like be like a boring person like. I think having my son, dude, put me on a whole nother level, like, help me, motivate me, like, help me get my shit going, like,
0: it's lit, it's lit, (laughs) quote that,
1: (laughs) it's lit, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting dynamic, I mean, like, my parents, there's a lot of uncharted territories that I am, like, learning as you go, like anybody else, just, like, being a student of life, like, being a parent super young, All of the things that come with that. Not being married and not being with the mother of my son. You know, like, I grew up in a household where both of my parents were married. My grandparents are married. Everybody is fucking married. That's the family right there. But doing that outside of that has been a little bit of a struggle. But, you know, with time and more maturity, things get easier. And, I mean, ultimately, you just want to be peaceful so that your child can be raised like happy and not have to see like the bullshit of two people who maybe have differences, you know, like at the end of the day to this kid, you guys are the heroes. You guys are like right. mom and dad. Like they don't need to see why she didn't work out. Like it should be peaceful if it's possible.
2: Right. So what do you like what are your foreseeable future goals for like yourself? We you currently
1: doing? Uh yeah, I mean I want to be Like a psychologist, I definitely want to go into, like, the psychology field. I kind of felt like being a family therapist would be really exciting since I fucking had to go to therapy myself and had to go to counseling and, like, seeing how good I feel after some of those sessions and how it helps me process shit. But then I kind of wanted to shoot higher and, like, be a researcher and psychologist. Mm -hmm. But then, like, sometimes I read stories to Noah, so they don't have any pictures in the books and I like just tell them stories and I'm also majoring in English in college. So like being a writer or a teacher would be cool too. Like, I don't know. Like Still figuring it out. Yeah, I mean, I have an idea of what I wanna do, but I'm leaving a few doors open cause you know, as we get older, our interests change and I just wanna be able to try and like apply whatever I'm learning into those fields.
2: Yeah, for sure. We have very similar fields of interest. Is that right? I applied as to UCSB as an English major. And then changed to psychology and got my degree in psychology and my minor in applied psychology.
1: Really? That's, mm-hmm. that's hella cool, dude. Yeah, right now, um, my major is English. That's, like, my declared major, but...
0: Congratulations, just got accepted to Cal State East Bay. Yeah,
1: dude, I just... I mean, just to try and, like, speak to a little bit of my journey. Like, <clears throat> when my son was born at 19, I was, like, just sweeping floors and, like and like the shop worker at like a heating and air conditioning place and even though I was getting paid more than what I had in the past like I just felt like my potential wasn't being used all the way so I went back to college community college after barely graduating high school and like now I'm going to be transferring to a university which is like a major accomplishment like things are possible you know what I'm saying with a little bit of hard work like you're on your own path nobody's journey is the same like I had plenty of people tell me, you don't need college. You know what I'm saying? But it's something that I personally wanted to do. So, like, it makes me happy to see these progressions. And, like, that's really what I'd like to show my son is, like, do what makes you happy. Do the things that fulfill you. Because at the end of the day, you are the only person who has to live with those decisions.
2: Yeah. Awesome.
1: How are you doing on your um, career field?
2: Thank you for asking um, I don't talk a ton about my work and my business on the podcast, just because for me, that's kind of private. Um, But I will say that I'm getting my certification. I'm taking my fourth class starting in a couple weeks. And then I'm accumulating experience hours, and I should take that test in November.
1: Whatever, it. whatever test that may be <laughs> best applied to you, I know everybody is listening to this is, you know...
0: You're in the, the dark.
2: <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> no,
1: no,
2: it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's awesome, dude. So, yeah. have you started at a Cal State East Bay?
1: Not yet. No. I'll start in August. That's awesome.
2: Super excited. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty just. I feel like it's a <clears throat> another phase of my life that I'll get to, you know, go through a fucking juice.
2: Oh, it's just different. Yeah. I worked hard for sure. Side note I don't know if it's like this in other places of Hayward, but, like, that's a mountain. That that school's on, and there's a really pretty view of
0: the oh yeah of up the top, bay top of the, of the city, yeah. and you
2: see the top bridge of the world.
0: That's what we used to call it. Really? High school top of the world. <laughs> we accidentally
2: up to, went up there. I Forget why. Oh, I need a coffee.
0: Go up to the Cal State East Bay up on the, like the, the top parking lot. Yeah. And you can see like all across Hayward and into like the neighboring cities, and really, really beautiful it's view a school and at with the night. View. At night it is so much better because you can see all the lights across you can see all the way to the bay.
1: I guess the uh I guess like the ungrateful or like the the person who's lived in Hayward like their whole lives is kinda like it's not as glamorous, but then like the grateful side of you could definitely the grateful side of me could definitely say like, Hey you're right, like it's beautiful, you get to look out on everything, but like
0: I mean it's just different, you know? Like every place has that something you know like we went on a hike today this morning and we hiked up into inspiration point in santa barbara and saw all across santa barbara and galita and brought drew with us and he gave us like the the mountaintop tour and he was like here's the you know the wharf and then if you go a little bit to your right like here's this and here's that and he like walked us all the way through everything and like even though i've lived in santa Barbara for like five years now like i know all those areas it. I didn't necessarily know the lines between them while we were up there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, I guess what my point is, like, every area has that kind of beauty to it, if you're willing to look for it.
2: I feel like it's not yeah. hard to find that in Santa Barbara, though.
0: Well, Santa Barbara is obviously easy. What I'm saying is, like... No, no, I get what you're saying. Like, well, like you can I find I the think beauty about in something how, if you yeah. allow yourself to find it. I didn't think so about Hayward hey, no. being that... <laughs> beautiful.
2: Danny. Like, I, I never thought
0: about like my hometown being like that, but now looking back at it, I can appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, everyone I still that, shits on me about Fresno. I get like, that Fresno we, doesn't have any like I mean, big hills for
0: you to look up on. But. but
2: I do have the Yosemite. We have Yosemite in the mountains right there. People, A lot of people in Fresno go up to the lakes and will snowboard and get cabins, but then it's like a couple hours from the ocean, and yeah, it's like not all in Fresno, but it's a very prime location in terms of going like to visit places, like on day trips and stuff and quick getaways.
0: Well, I, mean, I think there's there's aspects of Fresno that hold more weight than Hayward like Cal State East Bay. Like you got like Fresno State.
2: Yeah. Like true. Fresno
0: State is a top-notch big name school. It's true. Cal State East Bay changed its name from Cal State Hayward because no one knew where Hayward was. Yeah. You know, like Cal State East Bay, they wanted like, to be like. There's know, no football team. Like there's no.
2: Did you know UCSB's campus was um, originally a campus for a state school?
0: Yes, I did know that.
2: Did I tell you that? Probably. Possibly. Probabilmente.
0: Did you know that? I <laughs> was Italian. SBCC's <laughs> campus, SBC's campus was originally going to be for UCSB.
2: Oh, that makes sense.
0: They wanted to turn CC into a UC, and they like said no, basically.
2: Well, that was the same with Fresno State. UC wanted right, to right. go into the valley, and they were going to possibly do the same thing that they did with UCSB, and Fresno was like, "No, this is state our school. state school."
0: And then UC Merced came I think out of, I think of that. I think right? UC Merced came out of that. Yeah. Damn, I
1: didn't know that. A little bit of uh, local trivia for you.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, her dad works in real estate in that area, and he he guessed that it was going to be in merced right
2: yeah because they were doing when like you, the ucs were doing um i don't know i guess presentations Check by out. different <laughs> yeah different um cities in the central valley because it was going to come to central valley Just like where in the central valley my dad uh had a bet with his coworker. worker he was actually kind of he was high up in the uc he was a uc regent um so at one point so he's like kind of a top nine guy he was like he, he who's The guy who's my dad's, like, business partner kind of was, like, a big proponent in wanting to bring UCs to the Valley. And so they were at these presentations, and he goes to my dad, he was like, who do you think is going to get it? And my dad's, like, definitely Merced. And he was, like, what? It's not going to Merced. And I guess, per my dad's uh, recollection, is Merced was the only city that came that kind of presented on what the town and, like, the community could bring to, like, the UCs. Versus everybody else was like, "Come here! Like this is how you can help us! Like this is how like we can benefit from having a UC in."
0: Marcel was like, "This is how we can help you."
2: Right, and so that was my dad's bet, and my dad Doing won right. For l- lunch or something like that.
1: <laughs> he won an Amazon gift card.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With
2: this guy. No, but and now like it's like still
0: like the butt of all UC jokes. Oh well, they're the newest one. That's all. Yeah. They're the new kid on the block. Like,
2: but it's like not even just the new kid on the block. It's they're
0: actually... also in the valley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like two two birds with but one stone. But I still stone. think it's really
2: cool. I think it's really cool. <laughs> UC
0: Merced. Oh, definitely. I don't really know a lot about UC Merced. Honestly, I'm waiting for there to be a northern UC.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's UC SF, but it's all medical. It's a medical school.
0: SF is not even northern. I know. As someone from the Bay. I know
2: I agree. Like, but that's I'm, the most I'm talking
0: like, like Chico. Like yeah. Chico's way up there. Yeah. Like you see Ukiah. <laughs> yeah, you <UC> see Ukaya, exactly. <laughs> like You see Reading. Yeah, I was thinking Redding, Reading too.
1: Yeah, Reading like, isn't
2: Reading like it's like a it's like true NorCal, right? You
1: were to look at a map. It's truly in the middle of fucking like, nowhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which is NorCal. Like real NorCal. But
1: Yeah. Man, Man, it was really great to, you know, be able to come on you guys' platform. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to...
2: You're a very reflective and introspective and...
1: Well-spoken.
2: Well-articulated person. It's really cool.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. That's something I didn't even know about myself until, like, I read more, like, read books and kind of understand. Everybody, there are, like, more, there are fewer types of people than, like... Like, how could I say it? Like, people are a type. It sounds kind of like, not to sound negative, but like, people are a type. People are introspective. People are, are
0: introverted. Are introverted.
1: Extroverted. Extroverted. Yeah, like, I'm an extrovert. I like to talk about how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. I like to write shit out. And like, you know, when I meet people who are like that too, that's the people I get along with. But, I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure you guys learn. You guys are great
0: conversationalists too. we love talking that's a big part of like why we're doing this is just like getting so we can talk yeah just getting people we care about like just talking like it's good conversations to be had good conversations to be listened to so for sure there's no reason why we shouldn't like lift each other up and like put our friends on a pedestal to like showcase how great they are you know I I just like like...
2: having a diary of all my friends stories that too
1: (laughs) Dude, there's so many uses that you could do for this. I think it's great. It's so cool that podcasts are accessible to people now. and like, oh, yeah. Like, me and John were talking last night. Like, <clears throat> people didn't listen to audiobooks and fucking podcasts before, you know? Like, now it's a thing. People are, like, able to voice their voices and say what they believe in and find communities and shit like that. Before, it was just kind of like you had your Walkmans and CD players and, like, AMFN radio. But, like, anybody now can have a podcast. You no, know, like the
0: fact that we have a podcast and we get to talk about fun stuff and like dope stuff and like relatively not important stuff to whoever in the grand scheme of you know, like big name life or whatever, like we get to have our own podcast and feel like we're having an impact and like making a difference and the small amount of people that we get to reach out to. I
2: always like it for myself.
0: But it's like <laughs> I like it. I like, like it's literally. just fun. Like it's literally just fun. Like we get to sit and chat for an hour, an hour and a half about whatever we want and it's been a really rewarding experience for me so far so the journey
1: I mean having fun the journey is having fun and having people out here and like talking and fucking figuring out what works on the podcast and dude who knows like where it could take you guys I mean like if not just the relationships you know maybe there's other streams that you guys can get into but definitely you guys are building a community by doing this
0: Build a team. Oh, and then that'll wrap it up <laughs> for Team Talks episode yeah. seven. Follow me on uh, Instagram at Danny oh, yeah.
2: Though. Throw that in, yeah.
0: Yo, Danny yeah. though. I mean, you know, he's gonna get shared on our Instagram. Isn't team Talks podcast Danny though?
2: Without any like underscore. Spelled like correctly. That? Yeah, it's just wow. It's just it's Danny using though.
0: Articulate young man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was just saying, like, that's cool that like you're the one who got that. I feel like that could have been taken.
0: This is true. This In is the true. game early.
1: You know what I'm saying? The universe wanted me to have it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. So we'll definitely be shouting you out on our our Instagram soon. But again, thanks for coming. Happy to be here celebrating your birthday. We're going out tonight after this to have some fun and celebrate some more before you leave tomorrow. But
1: let's get it team Yeah. Time.